Welcome to the Fit Vegan Podcast, the show where we help you optimize your health, fitness, and mindset on a whole food plant-based lifestyle. My name is Maxim Seguin. I am a former triathlete, powerlifter, bodybuilder, and basketball player. I've been vegan for nine years. I've also been able to coach over 350 vegans from 20 different countries to completely transform their bodies and their health. I'm excited for you to listen to today's episode. Let's get into the show. All right, good morning, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Fit Vegan Podcast. Um, as you can see, if you're watching on YouTube, we're in a very different background, like I shared in the previous podcast. I had to move out of Los Angeles and back um, into Canada. So today, I wanted to use this little episode as a life update, life update and how uh, I've been able to navigate the situation with my fitness and my nutrition to stay on track with the goals that I've set for myself. So many of you know that um, I was living in Vancouver almost like over a year and a half ago, I decided to go to Mexico so that I could uh, spread the ashes of uh, my ex-girlfriend who had passed away from breast cancer. And I went to Mexico to spread her ashes. I decided to stay there. And then when I was in Tulum, Mexico, I connected with Nimai Delgado. Um, I hate to refer him as that, but the, the bodybuilder from the Game Changers, Nimai is so much more than that, an awesome human being. Connecting with uh, him and Bianca, decided to come to Los Angeles for Bianca's birthday, which is actually this weekend that I'm recording this podcast. You're going to be listening to this on Monday. So we just passed Bianca's uh, birthday weekend. I went to Los Angeles for her birthday party and then decided, you know what? I'm just going to stay here, which tends to be how I've always <laughs> traveled and how I've made my decisions. And uh, yeah, I've been in Los Angeles for almost a year. Two months into being in Los Angeles, I um, went on a date with this beautiful woman, Ivy, which I now uh, we are now engaged. Um, and she said, yes, I proposed last week. So dumping a bunch of news on you guys. Um, yeah, two months into being in LA, I, I met Ivy. And uh, yeah, we just started connecting, started building that relationship. And we've been together for over 10 months now, almost 11 months, going into 11 months. And yeah, stayed in LA this whole time. I decided that I needed to find a way to stay in the United States so that I can pursue getting to, to know her some more. And I applied for my visa so that I could basically open an extension of my one of my corporations um, into the United States. Was pending for that visa for the longest time, and I got the news last Wednesday. Right, I'm recording this on on a Friday, so last Wednesday I got the news that my visa didn't work out, and that I had six days to get out of the United States, which was very last minute. I wasn't ready to to fly out. I had uh, I have a car, I had a home that was fully furnished. I had a lot of things for my office, my podcast set, everything that I had. And so we made the decision with IV of like, we have to do this as fast as possible. So we took three days, we packed up everything. I got a hitch installed on my car. I rented a trailer, we packed up the trailer. And then on Saturday morning, we started the long journey to, to Canada. So from Los Angeles to Canada, to Vancouver, Canada, it's actually, I believe 21 hours if you were to drive it straight. I didn't notice, but there's a speed limit on the trailer, which was 55 miles, which is really slow. Um, so I ended up driving 14 hours on Saturday, 14 hours on Sunday, and probably two, three hours on Monday morning before we made it noon on Monday across the border. So I was able to make it back on time. And now I am back in Vancouver, Canada, which is you know a little bit weird to be back here. I didn't really expect to come back here, but I'm very excited that I'm here with IV. Before we left, I decided to um, propose because one big lesson that I've learned in life through what I've been through is there's no such thing as the perfect time. There's no need to wait to declare your love. If you love someone, I waited too long in the past and 
I highly regret it. And so I'm not making this mistakes twice. And so I, like uh, Beyonce says, I put a ring on it. Um, and she said, yes. Yeah. So she's here with me in Vancouver. She's actually working out right now. For those of you guys are on video, you can see our new dog, Tempe, in the background looking for her as, as she's doing her, her gym session. Um, so yeah, it's a little life update. I am back in Vancouver, Canada. I'm probably going to be in Canada for another eight months to a year, potentially before I am allowed to go back uh, in, uh, into the United States. And so, but I want to talk about this 14 hour day travels for both those days. And, and last week having to pack for three days, having to drive for two and a half days, we just had a powerful group call with our members of the Fit Vegan tribe where we talked about perfection, right? Wanting to do everything perfectly. Currently, I am the, in the reverse dieting process, which is acting also as a lean bulk. Uh, I'm doing four strength training sessions a week. I'm doing uh, one and a half cardio sessions a week, so a really long one and then a shorter one. And last week, I had to give up on a lot of that, right? I just did the bare minimum, which I got in three strength training sessions. I had one already on Monday. On Wednesday, when I got the news, I got one workout in. And then on Thursday, I got another workout in. And then the rest I had to focus on packing and being ready to, to exit the country basically. And you know, my nutrition, because I am tracking on my fitness pal, I was able to make everything fit within my calories. The quality of the food choices were a little bit rough because I was focusing so much on packing. So we were ordering food in, but I was making everything fit within my metrics. Um, only three strength training sessions. And I had to be okay with um, the current situation, right? It wasn't a situation. I was like, I'm going to get my four strength training sessions and I'm going to do my two and a half hours. Uh, sorry, my, my two, uh, one and a half, um, cardio sessions for this week, simply because right now it's not the priority. The priority is to get out of here, uh, because I was at risk of being banned for three years. If I didn't get out on time, it's not something I wanted. I wanted to be able to come back into the United States, especially for a future with Ivy. So I had to make a decision. What is the most important thing right now? You know, I'm going to do a strict minimum for my workouts and I'm going to focus on staying on track with my nutrition. Everything else that is extra can wait an additional week. And so I did my three strength training sessions. I stayed within my calories. And on Saturday, we started the 14 hour drive. We got, I believe with all the stops and the dog having to go to the bathroom and Ivy and, and, and food and everything. Yeah, we arrived at like 2 a.m., I believe. We drove all Saturday and arrived at like 2 a.m. on Sunday morning. Drove again, arrived at like 1 a.m. on Sunday night, so Monday morning technically. Um, and then, yeah, we had protein bars in the car. We we drank some coffee. We stopped at like Subway. We went to the grocery store. Uh, grocery store. We bought some tofu. We brought some vegetables. We bought everything that we could so that it would make healthy decisions and we make it fit within our metrics. A lot of time we're just driving for long stretches. If we didn't have to stop for Tempe, uh, I would continue driving until he had to go basically. But you know, we just focus on making the right decisions when we were driving the whole way through and making sure we're staying within our metrics. We brought, um, obviously we had our blender with us cause we packed our home. So we had our Ninja blender, um, in, in the, uh, in the hotel room and we would just make smoothies from there. So we, we found a way to make it work, right? The big thing is when there's a will, there's a way. And when you have the knowledge of how to properly fuel yourself, you have a better understanding of how to structure your meals, even when you're on the go. If you go to the grocery store, what do I grab, right? I think at one point what I did is I bought a whole pack of vegan bagels. I brought some vegan tofurkey slices. Again, not the best, but was better than eating something else. I brought some lettuce mix and some vegetables and I brought some guacamole. And then I was just in the car making sandwiches with the bagel because I have to consume a little bit more calories than I had to a few months ago. 
So I was just making sandwiches, eating one or two sandwiches and then continuing to drive and then eating one or two sandwiches and then continuing to drive and then a smoothie to make sure, you know, I top off my protein for the day. And that was pretty much it. And so in these circumstances, we always have a choice. How do I want to respond to this stressor? Right. I, I could have freaked out. I could have decided like I'm just gonna, not going to work out at all. I'm just going to go over my food simply because I don't want to pay attention to it. I don't want to track it because I'm already stressed. But realistically, could I think of my nutrition and staying on track even with all these stress happening? Absolutely. Right. It, it was not like I needed to give up on that. And ultimately, my goal is to be healthy and to stay fit. Right. Health always comes first. Stay fit. So I try to make as best decisions as I could. And I stayed within my metrics that I was allocated for my reverse dieting because at the end of the day, if I do create some damage in the reverse diet, I'm going to have to pay for it later on. And I don't want to. There was an easy way for me to stay within my metrics, which is to just not overeat, right? It was a, a simple conscious choice that I had to make. For those of you that are familiar with my content, some of you that are members of Fit Vegan Tribe or past members of our Fit Vegan Tribe, I, I've shared an equation before, which is E plus R equals O. It's such a powerful equation in my life that I got it tattooed um, on my on my hand here. I don't know if you guys can see. If you're on YouTube, you can see it. E plus R equals O. So it basically means event plus response equals outcome. So the event was you have six days to leave the United States. You have a full packed house. You need to get your workouts in. You need to get everything in order to be able to leave and get out on time. My response, right? The R stands for two things, reaction or response. Reaction is freaking out, making a bunch of bad decisions and just blaming everything on the event. What I did is I chose to breathe after a little bit of freak out, which I'll be honest, and choose to respond. I'm like, great. How, what, I come, what outcome do I want out of this, right? E plus R equals O. Event plus response equal outcome. So I got the event. What's the outcome that I want? I want a peaceful trip. I want to not be a stress, stress when I cross the border. I want to be able to make healthy decisions and I want to make this experience as enjoyable as possible with IV and temping, right? So great, that is the outcome that I want. Now, how do I need to respond in order to create that outcome out of the event that was just presented to me, right? Well, first, I need to get my, my Audi fix and then well, I needed a trailer so I could bring everything with me, right? So I went to go install a hitch then I went to go rent a trailer. And then um, I relied heavily on my team in, in, the, in the, the three companies that I have to help support me in that scenario so that I could focus on packing and getting everything ready. And then Ivy wrapped up her work and on Saturday we left, right? And I wanted to make sure this experience was enjoyable and powerful for Ivy as well. So I decided to drive the whole way through, right? She offered multiple times. So I was just like, no, it's okay. It's, it's, a, it's a me thing that I have to take on. It's my fault that we have to leave last minute. I'm the one that's, that's Canadian that can't stay here, right? So I already appreciate for her to come with me. And so it's my responsibility to drive. And so I drove the whole way through. When I was hungry, I had protein bars available, right? I had water available. Anything to keep me full and satiated until we get to the next stop. And when we come to the next stop, I would look at the menu. What is the healthiest thing that I can grab here. If it was a salad, I would grab the salad. I have no issues with that. If there was a, a vegan burger and some fries and I had enough calories for it, and it was the end of the day, then I would allocate some of those, those calories for that. Because my issue, I can go a whole day pretty much or a long time without eating if I don't eat first thing in the morning. But then the issue is I have too many calories to eat at nighttime. So, you know, it, your, your food decisions become a little bit different. And so what I'm trying to say out of this is like E plus R equals O. We are all presented with events that are going to show up in your life. And I feel like uprooting your life in 
three days and then have to drive for basically three days is a pretty drastic event that uh, most people want to encounter, to be honest with you, if you're not trying to stay in another country the way that I was. Um, and all of it for love. <laughs> not mo A lot of people won't be present that kind of stressor. The stressor you're going to get is your boss is asking you to stay a little bit later at work or um, you're, there's an extra activity with your kids and you forgot about it and you have to go to that and you don't have time to meal prep. But the thing is that it's always in your power how you choose to respond to that event. You can either react or you can respond. But ultimately, you are responsible for whatever outcome you're going to create. Right? The main thing that people forget is you're not responsible necessarily for the event. Right? If you cause it, then yes. But if there's last-minute things like that, you, you don't take responsibility for the event, but you do have to take responsibility for how you're going to respond and the outcome that is going to come out of that. That is 100% your responsibility, right? I heard this great quote once, which was, all successful people like to say that they are self-made, right? That they're responsible for their success. But all people that are not successful and that are overweight and that are, that are broke and that are not in the right in the position they want to be in their life, they don't like to say that they're self-made. Right? But the reality is they are self-made, just like the people that are successful. It is always a conscious decision with how we want to deal with events. We can deal with events in the way that we let them bring us down and let us push downwards and away from the goals that we want, or we can choose to respond to them positively and move forward in the direction of the goals that we want to reach, regardless of what the event is. So what I'm saying is 100% in your power every single time. So... In terms of life update, that's what's happening. I'm back in Vancouver, um, which I'm excited to, to be here. I'm excited to leave this Airbnb. This is not where I would choose to live in the middle of the city. It's just the uh, Airbnb that was available for me. Um, but I'm excited to be able to move to the woods and to be back in nature, to be mountain biking, doing all that fun stuff. Um, and so, yeah, new chapter of my life and, and our life with, with Ivy and Tempe here in BC. We're going to be here again for hopefully less than a year and then we'll be able to, to move back out. But I just want to say massive thank you to all of you guys for the, the kind words and the support that you've shown on Instagram, on email, on Facebook, um, on the podcast, even with leaving reviews. It really means a lot and I'm really happy to see the community grow and that we're getting to impact the lives of more people. Um, and just the last thing I want to leave you with is that you are 100% in control of the outcomes that you create in your life. It always comes down to your own decision. Whether whether me saying this is upsetting or not, it's the truth. And so if you there's specific outcomes that are happening in your life, choose to respond to them differently. That's the only thing that needs to happen, right? It's a very simple concept, but it's a very hard thing to do because first you have to catch yourself. Second, you have habits and, and ways of reacting that you've been going throughout all of your life. And I get it. It's hard. This is why I've hired coaches. This is why I went to Tony Robbins. I was like, I need coaching. I need coaching in this area of my life for a relationship. I need this uh, coaching in this area of my life with my parents, right? There's certain ways that I'm used to, to responding, sorry, reacting that are not serving me. They serve me great in the area of, of business and entrepreneurship, but they don't serve me great in a relationship. Well, how can I become better at that, right? Having a coach or a mentor that points it out, that helps you guide you through that makes the world of a difference. I'm not perfect. I have my ways of reacting and of responding that sometimes are not serving me, they're not bringing me towards what I want. We all have qualities that are amazing in an area of your life and then if you translate it to another area, an absolutely terrible quality, right? One big thing, uh, and I shared this with, with my Tony Robbins coach column, which was 
Um, I really hate with passion people that say that they're going to do something and don't do something. To me, it's so upsetting because I work my ass off to be on time and to do the things that I say that I'm going to do. And I don't take on things that I know that I can't do. I've committed to three podcasts a week, right? And then I had to rush last minute to, to move and come here. I'm still recording the podcast. I'm like, Ivy, go work out. I need room here so that I can record the podcast. I need a little bit of peace and quiet so I can be present while I'm recording, right? But I'm still making it happen because I gave my word. And so I told my coach, I'm like, that's one thing that like bugs me so much. I hate it when people tell me they're going to do something and then they don't do it. Basically flaky people. And he's like, hey, in entrepreneurship and in coaching and all that, that's a great character trait to have. But then in relationship, that's not great, right? Because sometimes, you know, Ivy had a thing one day where we planned our week, our date nights um, on Saturdays and we have a, a date lunch on Wednesday. And one day she had to, to cancel because there was a minute, a, a, a meeting that got booked in her schedule. And then she told me the, the morning of when I had booked off my schedule that she couldn't make our date lunch. And this was the first time. And I was like, it kind of upset me. I didn't say anything. I was like, oh, this, this is kind of upset me because I made a commitment. I didn't book any meeting during that time. And then she did. And so I brought it up to him and I, and I had a conversation with her about it. And, you know, life's going to happen like this sometimes, right? So it's a great trait in entrepreneurship and in, 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 in coaching people. But in terms of personal relationship, there needs to be that leeway. It was the first time that she's ever done that. So there's no need for me to, to be upset. All right, for those of you guys that know me, I'm very intense in wanting to help the world thrive and disease-proof their body. And so when I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it because I absolutely want to change the world and I want to change you guys' life into helping you get lean, thrive, and disease-proof your body on plants. Right? And so having those coaches makes the world of a difference to help you identify what are things that you need to improve on. So I'm saying respond and react in the E plus R equals O equation. That is 100% in your control. And if you're reacting in a bad way consistently, it is your responsibility to seek help to change how you deal with that R, right? What is that R for you, right, to the event? How you react or how you respond, it is your responsibility to seek help in changing that. As an example, and I'll just do the last one, fitness coaching, right? The event is you're 60 pounds overweight and your health is declining, high cholesterol, high blood pressure, absolutely not healthy. What is the R that you want? How does the R need to be in order for you to have the outcome where you're not 60 pound overweight, your blood pressure is awesome, your cholesterol is down, um, and when you feel awesome, you have a ton of energy. How do you get from this event to this outcome? The R in the middle. Do you know how to get to that outcome? If you don't, it is your responsibility to seek help, right? If my car breaks down, which it did before I was going to start this drive, and the outcome is I need to get to Canada and this current car won't get me there in the state that it's in, it is my responsibility to go find a mechanic and to ask him to fix it so that I can get to the outcome that I want, right? It is your responsibility to get the coach, the mechanic, the doctor to get you to the outcome that you want. By pondering and sitting there and saying, it's not the right time, I can't do it right now, I, there's so many obstacles, I'm too busy in like because it's busy travel season, it's wedding season, or I'm too busy in a day and I don't have time, that is a choice that you are making to hold off on taking action, right? By not making a decision, you're therefore making a decision to not do anything about it, right? And if that's what you're doing, you have to own that. You have to own that you're not progressing towards the outcome that you want. And so you have to realize that by not making a decision, it is making a decision. 
And therefore, if you're not going to make a decision and you catch yourself, choose to make a decision in the direction of the things that you want. Seek for help. If there's something that I don't know how to do, I'm going to ask for help because I want to get to the outcome that I want to. I'm not going to try to crack my head and study for 15 years trying to get to where I want to. I'm just going to hire someone that knows how to do it that can tell me exactly the path for it. That's exactly what we do for our members, right? Over 500 successful transformations at this point. We know how to make people lose weight, right? Whether you have bone issues, you have PCOS, hypothyroidism, you're a, a cancer survivor, whatever it may be. We've been able to help people transform in every single condition ranging from, from 20 years old to 75 years old for men and women, right? For a lot of people different ranges. You probably fall within those categories. We've been able to help people transform, lose the weight, speed up their metabolism post-transformation, move into lifestyle integration phase, which is leaning you off of a meal plan, right? So you can eat in a way that is more intuitive for you so you can maintain the weight that you've lost. We've done it over and over and over again, right? We're the mechanic of fitness. If you need your car fix, you go to a mechanic. If you need your body fix, you come to us. Right? And so I just want to share this. If you are interested in getting a little bit more information about our coaching program, there is a link down below where you can check out some of the uh, testimonials and transformations from our, our, our members and some of our previous members. You can apply for coaching and book your free consultation call on there. The other part is in the testimonial videos, I realize that everyone says lucky. So I'm just going to address this. If you hear lucky on a testimonials video, it's me. It's my old nickname, right? I use I went by lucky for over eight years, um, but my legal name is Maxim and I just reverted back to it. There's a big story behind that, that potentially I'll do a podcast on one day. And so I'm just saying, if you want some information, go to the link down below. And I'll say massive thank you to all of you guys for listening and tuning in for the podcast every single week. It is growing exponentially. It's amazing to see that more people are listening and getting some value for this fit vegan lifestyle. And so I hope you guys have an awesome week and I will see you on the Wednesday episode because we have a very special guest. Take care. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the episode and would like to support, please share it with others that would benefit from it. Share it on social media and be sure to leave a five-star rating and review. You can also follow me on Instagram at Maxim underscore official and on YouTube at FitVegan. The links will also be in the show notes. I'll see you in the next episode.